today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. The San Diego Goals have a new coach, but what does this mean for the Anaheim Ducks? And we'll look at some news and notes around the league on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team almost every day, but it's your team every day. How's it going, everyone? It is Tuesday. It's a late Tuesday episode drop. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. Reminder, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you are inclined to hear podcasts, including the new Odyssey app. And don't forget to download, rate, subscribe if you haven't already. Also, this show is brought to you by the Spotify Green Room. Be sure to check me out later this week on the Spotify Green Room. All right, so let's get started and talk about there was one big news-worthy thing as far as the Ducks are concerned. Well, actually a few. The signings we're going to get to on Thursday's episode. We're going to talk all about the goals on Thursday. It will be our last locked on goals for the season. Yeah, um, as I've mentioned, I took Monday off. I just needed a couple of days just to recharge. Did that. Good to go for the stretch run for this month. It is going to be busy. There will be a lot of news taking place. A lot to get to. And we will also have some special guests later on this month. Not confirmed yet, but there will be some pretty special guests later on. All right, so let's start with the big news. And this is down in San Diego where the Anaheim Ducks named... Oh, wait, this has to do with the goals. Why am I talking about this on a Tuesday and not a Thursday? The reason I want to just get to the news and talk about what this could mean for the Ducks in the future. Because Joel Bouchard has been named the head coach of the San Diego Goals. Big news for the Anaheim Ducks. Potentially huge news down the line. And here's why. Because Bouchard spent the last three seasons in Laval, propelling the Rocket to a North Division title last season in the American Hockey League. There were rumors that he wanted to potentially take over the head coaching spot That could have been available in Montreal. But hold on. There was news earlier today that Montreal has indeed locked up their head coach for the next two seasons. You heard that correctly. The Canadiens, they're going to have their head coach for the next three seasons. Uh, This is due to a re-signing that took place. Wow, okay. So Joel Burchard is gone from Laval. He's gone. Then you have to think about, well, what does this have to do with the Canadians? And Bergevin's to-do list was to get their head coach down. They've pretty much done that. Then you have to think about, well, what does this mean for the Ducks? There's a coach that could be on the way out very soon. That's what this has to do with it. Dallas Eakins, a lot of people thought he was going to be thrown to the side in the middle of last season after losing four games in a row. Nope, stuck around. Okay, five in a row. Nope. How about six losses in a row? No. Seven? Nope, still there. Okay, how about eight or nine? No and no. Dallas Eakins managed to stick around for the entire season, despite that long losing streak, despite benching Zegris, despite scratching Adam Henrique, despite all those troubles he had with the lineup. He somehow is still the coach and will be the coach for the remainder of the season. So what does this mean for Bouchard? Well, here's what it means. This is kind of an audition of sorts. It's an audition 
for the Ducks vacancy that will very likely happen at the end of next season. So Ducks fans, if you can put up with just one more year of Dallas Eakins and possibly one more year of um, tanking, then maybe they can get past that and move on and just let this rebuild or retool happen right now. This is the retool. This is the rebuild. Just need one more year of this. Something else to keep in mind, by the way, is there are a few teams that cannot get that number one or number two draft pick. In fact, I have a list right in front of me. The New Jersey Devils, they cannot win the lottery. The Buffalo Sabres, they also cannot win the lottery. How about the New York Rangers? Somehow, if they miss, they also cannot win the lottery. So that is three teams right there that cannot win the draft lottery. The Rangers, they're expected to possibly make a push for the playoffs. Buffalo, no, they're not going to make it. New Jersey, no, forget about it. So you have two teams, the Sabres and the Devils, that cannot win the draft. And next year's entry draft is going to be a bonanza compared to this season. I'm going to be completely honest here. I like the top two picks in this year's draft, but everything after that seems to fall off precipitously to the point that, as I've said, it would be a good idea for the Ducks to look at shopping around that number three pick, specifically with the Buffalo Sabres. I'll talk about the Sabres in the second part of this show. But back to the big news as far as coaching. All right, so Joel Burchard, he's done well in Laval. There are a couple of red flags that I want to get to now as opposed to later. He's really good with the kids. Yes, the goals have a great one. A great one in Joel. But there is one red flag that I've heard from a couple people out in Laval. And this might get lost in translation and it might sound harsh. Uh, Some people say that he can have a bit of a power trip. And by that, I mean he wants to control everything. But Ducks fans... Is that really all that bad? Is it? Yes, he's extremely good with the kids. And the main reason that Montreal didn't keep him is because he wanted to be the head coach instead of Ducharme. And it's said that he told a couple people that the AHL team was his team. It was like he didn't have any boss over him. So that's where the power tripping comes in. But again, some of that really gets lost in the translation. But he's amazing with the youngsters because he is not a veteran AHL coach. He is still young. He's still only 47 years old. He's got a lot of time to really build up that coaching resume. But I think this is the time. He's 47. He's got a good track record. This is his audition. If he can have a very successful season with the San Diego goals, then I bet you that he will be the front runner to take over for Dallas Eakins the following season. A little bit more about Bouchard. I mentioned he's amazing with the youngsters. He's kicked out some selfish players in the past, and this is not necessarily a bad thing. He does think he'll get the Eakins job soon, and it would be hard for Montreal to seize him because he has a lot of competence as a GM, but as a coach too. In Montreal, Bergevin is tired and is probably doing one last year 
I mean, I don't know if we thought either him or Martin Lapointe or Trevor Timmons would succeed him, but that is more Montreal-centric news. Ducharme got the bench. He's amazing when he takes a youngster under his wing. And don't worry, fans. It's just that you will see that he will want to be part of the Ducks' decision. If you remember Patrick Waugh in Colorado as a coach, he wanted to make a lot of the decisions even if he was not the GM. So Patty Waugh did want to envelop himself as far as front office decisions. But Ducks fans, look who's in the front office. GM Bob Murray. He is also in the final year of his contract. Maybe he wants to relinquish some of that control over to Bouchard. Maybe he wants to do that. Maybe he'll do something similar. But I know Ducks fans, you you want me to say it, so I'll just I'll I'll, I'll kind of say it. Bob Murray has one year left. Some of the decisions he has made in the recent past have not been all that good. So why not bring in a guy that has a good track record, can bring out the best in the youngsters, and perhaps bring that GM slash coaching mindset into the Ducks organization? Why not? Look at the success he's had with certain players. With Cotton Kimi. In Montreal, they made KK in the lineup too soon, and he was sent back in the American Hockey League last year for 15 games, and when he entered the bubble last season, he was completely transformed. I'll give another example. Jake Evans. Jake Evans was a 7th round pick. That had no business. No business making the Montreal Canadiens roster, much less Laval. He was a throwaway pick. He was a potential borderline AHL player. And Bouchard turns him into a solid third or fourth line center. Jake Evans has been one of the reasons why you look at Bouchard and go, yeah, this guy knows what he's doing. And he might be the one who will transform Zegris and Drysdale into the next level. And this is coming from a couple of sources down in Laval saying, if there's a guy that can transform Zegris and Drysdale, this is your guy. Kale Fleury, another one that was a project, and he made a full NHL year last year as well. Laval didn't have the elite AHL prospects like San Diego did last season, and yet is capable to produce easily good mid-to-bottom players. So there's the kind of scouting report, so to speak, or I guess the basic one on Bouchard. We will have a lot more on Bouchard on Thursday's program. We will get to that. First, Let's talk about rockauto.com, which has all the parts your car will ever need. And I apologize for the wonky transition there. But hey, we got to talk about rockauto.com because I've mentioned this in the recent past. I ordered some parts from Rock Auto. They came in, fit my car perfectly, work perfectly. So if you're looking to get some parts and you want to save 50 or more percent compared to the big box stores, then hey, head over to rockauto.com. They've been family owned and operated for over two decades, and they have all the parts your car will ever need, no matter what kind of car you drive. So head over to rockauto.com right now, and in the how did you hear about us box, tell them that Locked On Ducks sent you, that is rockauto.com, all the parts your car will ever need, Rock Auto, yeah. All right, uh, let's also talk about uh, the... NBA Finals. Why am I talking about the NBA Finals? 
Well, hey, because Phoenix, they're up in their series 2-1, to one, and you think they're probably going to win it, right? Or maybe some of you think that Milwaukee is going to come back and win this series. If you think that, then put your money where your mouth is and head over to betonline.ag. They are the one place that has you covered and the one place we trust. They have the NBA Finals going on, Major League Baseball. They have all that stuff on betonline.ag. On your first deposit, use promo code Locked on to get a 50% welcome bonus. Once again, that is betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. Please, please gamble responsibly. Please gamble responsibly. Don't bet on Toronto. I'm kidding. Or am I? Or I'm not. Or am I? Yeah, don't bet on the Leafs. Anyway, so we got a couple news and notes across the league that I do want to get to. Uh, first, just want to say happy trails to Pekka Rene, who has announced that he is retiring after 15 years with the Nashville Predators. Ducks fans are very familiar with Pekka Rene because he was one of the guys that had the Ducks number, particularly in 2017 in the conference finals. Y'all remember that. You remember that stellar performance he had against the Ducks? It was frustrating to watch at the time. But you got to give props. You got to give him his due. So Pecorine, after 15 years with the Nashville Predators, it's a big career coming to an end. And I got respect for this guy because he always performed at the highest level. And for some reason... He kind of stepped it up when he was playing against the Ducks between, say, 2014 and 2017. He would always bring his game up when playing Anaheim. And there was an interview from a few years ago where he said that was one of the teams that he wanted to step up against because he felt that Anaheim at the time had the most firepower. They were one of the teams that was on his radar for a long time. And who can forget that goalie goal that he scored? Yeah, that was a fun one to watch, by the way. So I've always liked seeing Pecorine play. You know, kind of sad to see him go. But once again, 15 years with the Preds, good for him. So one other bit of news that I do want to get to, and this has to do with the Minnesota Wild. Uh, This came out earlier today, and I feel very bad for the Minnesota Wild. And I feel so bad that I want to say, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I thought that the buyout for Corey Perry was bad. No, it is worse for the Minnesota Wild because they bought out two contracts today. They bought the contract out from Zach Parise and Ryan Suter. So, okay. Yeah, this, this was a tough one. Because to lose both of those guys and to buy him out, does this mean that the Minnesota Wild are in full rebuild mode now? Because it does provide some of the young guys a chance to really show something. But GM Bill Guerin said no. He's been thinking about this for months. Not just a decision that came lightly like right away. No. He thought about this for months. Remember when nine years ago, Zach Parise and Ryan Suter had 13-year, $98 million contracts. Remember that? Well, guess what? 
They both got bought out. And we still don't know what's going to happen with Kevin Fiala and especially Kirill Kaprizov. We don't know if Kaprizov is going to come back in Minnesota or if he's going to go back to Russia. It is sounding more and more like he's going to head back to Russia. So the Minnesota Wilds, I think they are absolutely rebuilding. And of course this would happen to the Ducks. Of course. The one year that Minnesota is good, they happen to be in the same division as the Ducks. So, yeah, did we see this coming? Uh, Kind of. Some people said, yeah, they kind of saw this coming. They do get some cap relief in the short term where they're going to, you know, they're going to save about $14 million. But the buyouts, this is where it sucks. Next season, the buyout will only be $4.7 million. Then in 23, 24, and 25, that dead cap space is massive. You thought Corey Perry's was bad. Wait till you hear this. 22, 23. They both have a 6.3 dead cap space. That's $12.7 million. Oh, but it gets worse. For both 24 and 25, they each have a buyout cap of 7.3 million dollars. A combined cap hit of 14.7 million dollars. Yikes. Oh, that is bad. I thought the 6.7 was bad for Corey Perry. That only lasted one season. I thought that was bad. No, this is way worse. Why do you have to have that much dead cap space? And we still don't know how much the cap is going to go up in the 23-24 and the 24-25 seasons. It may not go up that much. Remember, we have a flat cap for right now. So, Ducks fans, don't feel bad. Minnesota is completely going to be in tank mode. Oh, if only if only the Ducks were able to play Minnesota eight times for the next four years. If only. No, not so much. But hey, how does this affect the Ducks? Very easily. I think this puts Minnesota clearly out of the Jack Eichel sweepstakes because there's a 10 million cap hit there. With all that dead cap space, how are they going to take on Jack Eichel in the later years of that contract? They're not. They're just simply not. So this opens the door a little bit more for the Anaheim Ducks to trade for Jack Eichel. That's how it affects the Ducks. And really, there's only a handful of teams that are left in the sweepstakes, and the Ducks are the main one. They still have that number three draft pick right there. Buffalo wants it. They want another top ten pick. That one is salivating for Buffalo. If there's going to be a deal done, it is going to take place after the expansion draft, but possibly before the NHL draft, possibly, or possibly before free agency. So there is still a lot to consider and a lot to think about in the next 10 days because that is when the NHL draft, it's only 10 days away, folks. So we're going to have a lot to cover between now and then. Oh yeah, and the expansion lists are due and the expansion draft. So folks, hang on to your butts, buckle up because this could potentially be a huge offseason for the Anaheim Ducks dot 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 if they play their cards right. I will leave you with that for today. Thank you all so much for listening. It is greatly appreciated and I appreciate each and every one of you for listening. 
If you want to hear this or any of the previous podcasts on Locked on Ducks, you could do so via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or the new Odyssey app. Make sure to download, rate five stars if you haven't already. If you want to drop me a line, please do so at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. You could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD or follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. We have a lot more news to get to tomorrow. And then Thursday, we'll have a guest for Locked On Goals. Stay tuned for that. Thank you all for listening for Locked On Anaheim Ducks. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please get vaccinated if you have not already. Be kind to one another. Be safe. And ducks fly together. Ducks fly together.